because anxiety is our built-in internal alarm system. Mm -hmm. And if we try to make it stop, we are fighting against ourselves. I'm Susan Goss, and as a seasoned therapist of more than 15 years, I'm honored to have had the opportunity to gain so much wisdom from so many people and love passing that knowledge on to others. So join me and some of my favorite friends as we share some tangible truths with you. Hey guys, well, welcome back to Tangible Truth Podcast. We've had a little summer break, and so we're so excited to be back again. And I've got Megan with me again, Megan Jones. Hey, Megan. Hi. How are you doing? Glad to be back. Yeah, me too. And today we have a very special guest with us. I am so thrilled. We have Heidi Dennis, a colleague of both of ours. And Heidi, we are so glad to have you. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Yes. And Heidi has written a wonderful book on anxiety. And so uh, we are thrilled to have her. And you know, what I love to do kind of at the beginning of every school year is talk about anxiety. Why is that? Because everybody has it <laughs> at one level mm-hmm. or another. But especially at the beginning of school year, the hustle and bustle of getting ready, moms generally have it for one reason or another, right? Uh, getting our kids ready, whether they're young, going to school for the very first time, going to school, whether you've gone all of, you know, through high school or launching mm-hmm. for the very first time mm-hmm. or taking one to college, whatever it may be, it rises up in you some anxiety. Absolutely. And so it's a good time to talk about it. Absolutely. And so I love your book and we're going to jump right in. All right. So, um, I love, first of all, I want to brag on the book. I like the way that it's divided up. Heidi, it's in short chapters, so it's easy to digest. They are not long chapters, and I like that. I also like at the end of every chapter, there are pensive, reflective questions. So it's a good one, even if you wanted to have a small group, yeah, you know, discussion about this topic, because so many do have anxiety. It's a good group book, Mm -hmm. maybe even a book club. Yeah, it'd be great for that, for sure. Don't you think? Absolutely. I think that'd be a great idea. And I also like the way it's set up. Uh, I know Megan and I were talking at the beginning. We, too, approach anxiety the way you do Mm -hmm. about let's, is there a way to use the anxiety that has been given to us? Ah, Right. And so how to our response to anxiety in a positive way. However, there are also, we must have some practical ways to deal with our anxiety. Mm-hmm. And so at the beginning, you talk about how to use our anxiety. And at the end of the book, or middle end, you talk uh, about the practical piece of anxiety. So I love the way the book is set up. Yeah, thank you. Very so, intentionally done. Very okay. Intentionally All done. right. <laughs> so let's talk first about how to use anxiety. All right. Well, You know, as you guys know, when someone comes into our office, anxiety is one of the most prevalent things Mm -hmm. when someone comes into our office to talk about. And I noticed two things, two common themes when someone came in. One was uh, make it stop. Mm -hmm. I want to just make it stop. And the second was shame. 
Mm-hmm. Why is my body betraying me? Mm-hmm. And that, that second one broke my heart. Mm-hmm. And so that was why I wanted to write this book because anxiety is our built-in internal alarm system. Mm-hmm. And if we try to make it stop, we are fighting against ourselves. And so that's why I wanted to just reframe anxiety in a new way. That's great. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And talk about the body. Yeah. So basically all anxiety is, if you break it down, is our nervous system responding to a perceived threat. That's it. Mm-hmm. That is all anxiety mm-hmm. is. And so if you can start recognizing that, then you can start listening to your nervous system and saying, okay, first step that I need to do is find out, is there an actual threat? Mm-hmm before you use any self-calming schools, that's, that, that's why none of the tools work mm-hmm. for us. When we just jump straight to mm-hmm. the practical tools of making it stop or calming ourselves, it's because our, our nervous system is trying to get our attention. And mm-hmm. if we ignore it before we know whether or not there's an actual threat, it's going to get louder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And right. I love that what you're saying there, because it actually should. Yeah. Right. It, yeah. If we're not going to pay, pay attention to the threat that's coming, I hope that somebody's body is going to get louder there. Yeah. So I think that's just so well said, Heidi, that if there's a danger coming, then hopefully inside of us, something amps up there. And I think in this, what's kind of happened is that as anxiety like amps up more, we become even harder on ourselves there. Kind of Absolutely. that shame question becomes even bigger. Yeah. And I think what kind of breaks my heart there is, is actually if that if that danger cue didn't come and if, if it didn't get louder, then it actually might be really dangerous for us. Absolutely. So I love that you're bringing those two points up. I think that that is right on. And I just appreciate the way you're even saying that. Thank yeah. you. And it's very protective. Very, yes. very. Because when you stop and stop, that's key. Stop and listen to your body. It's very protective. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's a kind thing that it's trying to do for mm. us. It's a kind very kind. Thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah. Well, I can tell you one thing. I learned something new for sure in wow. this book. All right. Let's I know, because <laughs> even though we tend to do, the three of us tend to approach anxiety very much uh, alike, what I learned that I love, and I want you to bring it up, is the word tone. Mm-hmm. So can you break that up? Yeah. So the the way you talk to yourself or respond to yourself mm-hmm. when you're anxious matters. Mm, I like that. So often we get frustrated with ourselves. We use a more angry tone Uh when we tell ourselves truth when we're anxious. So one of the analogies I use in the book is if your child woke up from a nightmare and you walked into their room and you said, it's just a dream, go back to sleep. And you were that like short with them would they calm down? Mm -hmm. They wouldn't. Mm -hmm. And you're speaking truth to them. It is just a dream. They can fall back asleep if they want to, Mm -hmm. but the way you're saying it is not soothing. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like we should speak to ourselves in those moments, the same we would speak to a child who woke up from a nightmare of calm, soothing, reassuring, Mm -hmm. compassionate, Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you were talking about, Megan, shaming. Right. Because we end up kind of just turning back on ourselves and shaming mm-hmm. ourselves there and kind of beating ourselves up for the very internal mechanism we have in order to help us survive here. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and I, I love the, the, the point that we're kind of talking about here is how tricky it actually is. Yeah. Right. Because it is truth. Mm-hmm. 
right? It is truth to tell the child, um, just using the metaphor, to go back to sleep. It's just a dream. And that is true, right? Um, but that I think the impact on the heart and the impact it has to the anxiety is it's sending a message that says, hey, I don't really understand you. Yeah. I don't really get you. So it's going to turn that internal volume then up of the anxiety to become louder. Mm-hmm. And so um, I just think it's just our body's way of uh, trying to get our attention. And if we're not going to listen, I sure hope your bodies are going to get louder then. I hope so. Yeah. And, you know, um, I'm just sitting here thinking, as we all do, you know, the the word acceptance, mm-hmm. you know, and connecting like, oh, you're not you're not with me. You're not yeah. with me. You know, the mom that comes in, it's just a dream. Go back to sleep mm-hmm. again. It's tricky yeah. because that is true. Mm-hmm. But you're not with me, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and you're not safe. Because you're hollering at me. Yeah. And I need you to hear me. Mm-hmm. I need you to hear me. Yeah. So the kind word, the kind way you say it, you know, I'm going to go old school practical here. All right. When we say even, you remember the day we used to say content versus process? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. the content is true. Yes. But the process, the, how you deliver that mm-hmm. message is really the old school practical way yeah. of what we're talking about, you yeah. know, how we're receiving it. That's old school. But it's still, my mind went there for a half a second because the tone Turn that around to how I'm saying to my what I'm saying to myself. Yes, we tend to beat ourselves down. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I love your word acceptance. How am I showing acceptance to myself mm-hmm. in the moment I'm struggling? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my mm-hmm. goodness, why would we right. want to be hard on ourselves yeah. in our hardest moment? Mm-hmm. It makes no sense. But yet we all do it. Right. We all do it. Yeah. So can you give us an example that you gave in your book about acceptance? I'm going to use that word now. And tone yeah. in your book for for ourselves. Yeah. It's so funny because when in talking with clients and kind of going through like some different mantras and different things they can say to themselves, you know, if they don't hone in on the tone, they'll come back the next session and say, I said all the right things. I did it, Heidi. I said all the right things and it didn't work. And I'll ask one question. Would you say it to a friend that way? And their mm-hmm. their their eyes just go big, right? Of, mm-hmm. And I know exactly how they sounded. Yeah. Because we wouldn't talk to our friends if they're coming to us when they're anxious in a harsh, critical way. Mm-hmm. And so if you can kind of use that as a filter, what I what would I say to a friend in this moment? Sometimes yeah. that can kind of help you mm-hmm. find the words and find the tone. Mm-hmm. And I think I may have the chapters mixed up, okay. but I think you said kind of have a couple of lines uh, already figured out oh, in yeah. your head or yeah. Memorized or some of the mantras already already figured out. Am I right? Yes. Was yeah. that in the same? Yeah, it, it was probably in a different chapter, but that's okay. It's all it's all in there. Yeah. Um, no, if you have just kind of a few compassionate mantras built in, mm-hmm. um, for example, um, I'm not alone in this. Right. And if you can kind of repeat that to slow, yourself, to yourself kindly, kindly, compassionately. Mm-hmm trying to follow the rhythm of your breath, if you can kind of slow down mm-hmm. your breath as you're saying it, uh, that can really, really make an impact on your nervous system mm-hmm. once you've determined there's not an actual threat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
I'm just thinking about even the, the weight that our bodies carry in those places mm-hmm. and the, whenever they kind of respond or react or, or getting big, right. I think that the jump or the move, whenever your body is amped up, it's, it's such a hard move to move into slow yes. when your body's doing the opposite. Mm-hmm. So can you speak to that for a minute? I am so glad you brought that up. In fact, one of the analogies that I love to go to is when you, like, if I asked you, Megan, to jump up right now and run around the outside of this building five times, and you came back to me and you said, why is my heart still racing? Mm-hmm. Why am I still breathing heavily? I'm not running anymore. Right. It doesn't logically make sense. You wouldn't say that because right. you would understand that our bodies take time to slow back down. And so that's another expectation we have to kind of keep in mind that we can be saying the right things. We can be using the right tone, but our bodies still need to deescalate, mm-hmm. right? And so it's not going to immediately slow down your breathing, mm-hmm. immediately slow down your heart rate. You've got to give it time, mm-hmm. right? In mm-hmm. fact, if you try to jump too quickly into that, I don't know if any of you have ever done like cardio type exercise. Mm-hmm. And when they go into kind of the cool down, they never jump right into it. They say, okay, walk around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because if you jump too quickly into, I'm going to force my breath to slow down, it could cause you actually to hyperventilate. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you want to have the expectation of give my body time right. to do what it's designed to do. It's mm-hmm. almost working with your body. Yes. And always, right? And and I mean, not anyways, all the ways is what I mean by that. Yeah. Like, and being able to really intentionally work with the flow instead of against what's happening is what I kind of hear you saying is Absolutely. whenever I can walk with and walk and step with myself, um, and with what my body is doing, then I kind of give it permission to do what it needs to do. Mm-hmm. And it can go to these places maybe quicker than if I tried to force it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Cause mm-hmm. once your body and your nervous system recognizes, oh, they're listening, mm-hmm. then it starts to lower the alarm. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 That's so beautiful. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When we're not forcing, uh-huh. when we're not forcing, it, it changes everything. It changes everything. It, it mm-hmm. almost brings a breath of relief too, yes. right? It's like yes. a little bit of freedom Yes. where it's like, gosh, if I just start working with instead of against, I, I think it's, it's like a force. And if I can just kind of slow and be, it's just a, a oh, gosh, it's like a breath of fresh air to my system. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. working. Mm-hmm. It's working for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when I started the intro, I was suggesting the beginning of the school year Mm -hmm. brings a lot of anxiety. Mm -hmm. Let's apply some of this, like getting the children, let's say, ready to start school. Mm -hmm. Teachers starting back and anticipating a new school year starting, moms and dads preparing to start, maybe taking somebody off to college for the very first time. Man, do I remember that? Mm. <laughs> that brings a lot of anxiety and a lot of different reasons because you don't know the unknown, the unknown. kind of thing. Yeah. So the unknown, I will say, brings a lot of anxiety. So applying some of this, can you speak to that? Yeah. To the listener? Yeah. So if we go back to the original source of anxiety, which is our nervous system mm-hmm. sounding off because of perceived threat. Then when we're sending our child off to school or off to college or a teacher starting a new school year, that should be the first question they ask. Is there an actual threat here Mm -hmm. or am I just 
nervous? Am I just wanting my child to do the best they can? Am I wanting my school year to go the best it can? Mm-hmm. And so if you can kind of hone in on, oh, my two favorite words, of course. Mm-hmm. Of course I'm nervous. Mm-hmm. Of course I'm anxious. Mm-hmm. I want it to be a great year. I want my child to be okay. I want them to have the best year possible. Then you can move into some of the other tools to kind of calm yourself down. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I think that's great because also the same would apply to our children. Yeah. That we could say, of course you're nervous. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, yeah. of course, this is going to be your first day of school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everybody else in your class is going to be nervous too. Yes. You know, and of course, you know, the, you know, I love that. Of I love those two words. Of course. Yeah. Uh, my, my two are, it makes sense. Oh, I love yes, that. It makes sense. That, that makes perfect sense. sense. Maybe that's three words. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. That's, that's I wasn't going to say anything. But, you know, <laughs> Thanks, Heidi. I love that it. is three words. <laughs> and I think it's good to go practical for a second yeah. because everybody needs that as well. Now that we know that anxiety can be used for good mm-hmm. and, and our body is designed to help us notice mm-hmm. and really for protective reasons, mm-hmm. right? The practical side is also equally as important, yeah. right? Because the the benefit of the protective side really is designed to calm us down, mm-hmm. as you were saying. Mm-hmm. And so after we're calm, we can go practical. Yeah. So I think this is going to go, I'm actually, I'm certain this is going to go into a second podcast. Mm-hmm. So are you going to be willing to stay around? Yeah, I'd love to. For a second podcast. I'd love to. We'll start with the practical piece and then we'll continue with the with the second podcast. So on the practical side, can you start us with what that means mm. when we say practical? Let's start with that okay. first. Okay. What it means when we say the practical side yeah. of helping someone with anxiety yeah. because there are several stages to that, mm-hmm. but to explain what goes on in our body and our mind and in our body, that would be beneficial to yeah. the listener. Yeah. And then we can go super practical with some steps. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So practical really is just another word for tools. Mm-hmm. And so we'll go into, and I very intentionally went into the tools later in the book because I don't want you to try to make your anxiety stop. Mm-hmm. So if I yes. gave you the tools too fast, mm-hmm. you'd be like, oh, done. Check. I don't have to read the rest of it because yes. now I know. Once you once you understand what it is, once you see it as the compassionate teacher that anxiety is, mm-hmm. then you can move into the tools mm-hmm. to try to work with your body in order to bring it to a place of peace. Yes, that's that's wonderful. And before we go practical, is there something else? that you would like to say before we go practical? Did I leave any other question out? Not that I can think Okay, of. good. So we did good I think before we, did we go. Good. Okay. I think we did can good. I jump in for just a yes, second? Yes, yes. I'm just thinking about the word, the using that frame of the compassionate teacher, mm-hmm. right? Uh-huh. Just so the listeners, I think that is your first move. That yeah. is your first tool. Yeah. And so I think as you just, um, listeners, as you read the book and you start kind of jumping into this mindset, really starting to understand yourself and maybe even what blocks you, 
from being able to move towards seeing this as a compassionate teacher might be your first step or your first tool here, mm-hmm. right? Because if if we move past this point or move past this tool, then again, like Heidi said, um, then you're just going to start forcing yourself, which is going to work against your system. Yeah. And so this is the first tool. If you don't have it, then it's going to, again, just put you in the mindset of force. Yeah. Nothing else will work. No. Okay. All right. Well, uh, before we go practical, like I said, we're going to kind of wrap this podcast up. And, uh, and then, so listeners, you have to listen to the next one. Before we go, Heidi, tell us where to get your book, by the way. The name of Heidi's book is Hello, Anxiety, How to Find Peace by Changing Your Response to Anxiety by Heidi Dennis, MS, LPC. Yeah. So you can find my book on either my social media, my Instagram at Heidi Dennis LPC, um, my website, www.heidedennislpc.com, or you can find it on Amazon. Very good. Mm -hmm. That's where I got it. Thanks, Heidi, for that info. And before we go, also, I want every one of the listeners to know that Tangible Truth is the nonprofit of the month partnered with Beautiful Lives Bentonville and Beautiful Lives Siloam and Beautiful Lives Fayetteville. So in all locations, please go shopping. That's the fun part. All you have to do is go shopping and you can do it online, in person, and donate to Tangible Truth Ministries. It goes to the scholarship fund uh, for our counseling and so much more to the ministries of Tangible Truth. So have fun shopping for the month of August. Thanks and see you next podcast. Thanks for listening to the Tangible Truth Podcast part of the KLRC Podcast Network.